So you would have to go into an office. I think some, but I'm not totally sure. Where in LA is it? It's on, it's in a weird spot that's kind of like west of downtown, but east of Hollywood. It's called like Melrose Hill. It's just south of East Hollywood. Melrose Place? Melrose Place. They're on Western Avenue and Melrose. Oh my God. Melrose Place? Mm -hmm. Wow. Heather Locklear over here. Does Michael Mancini work there? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Oh my God. Michael Mancini. Billy Campbell? Does he work there? Maybe. Melrose Place. Melrose well, that's Place. where they live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they don't they work live. there unless they're like the caretaker. Is Michael Mancini's wife Jan- <gasps> Does Sydney work there? <laughs> no one's named Sydney, Sydney anymore. Sydney Andrews. Well, except for Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney. But she's in her twenties, so it's like people don't name their children Sydney. Oh, I bet you you're gonna be there. You're gonna be working right near Dr. Kimberly Shaw. <laughs> I wonder if you'll run into run into Dr. Peter Burns while you're there. Are you literally looking up all the characters? <laughs> so you looking over to the side and then look back. <laughs> the only ones I knew, the only ones I knew off the top of my head were uh, Michael Mancini and uh, Sydney. Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And you know, Broomheads, I go out of my way to avoid drama, but Rachel, (laughs) she is drama. I am. I bring the drama. She is. Rachel is pure drama. Your old pal, Pat. Oh, boy. Ah, exciting to be back. Back Back in it's the two-parters. I love being back in two-parters with actual plot. This is great. This is good stuff. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot of stuff to hammer away on. We got a lot to do. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of um, uh, plot to plot through, to plod through. Mm-hmm. You like that? Plod. A plot to plod. Plot. Plod in the plot. Plot to plod. Plot to plod. But before we do all that, I like I always like to say, hey, doing Rach, what's up? Doing pretty good. I came from my tap class before this to take a tap class mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. It was great. Tappa tappa tappa. Yeah, Pat is doing circles with his arms. What is this? Is this called? What's this move called? I mean, it's hard to say because I can't see what your feet are doing. My feet are tapping, and you're doing the bop, 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 bop. When when you do the arm, the big arm circles. When you do when you called? do the big arm circles, and your feet go out to the side, and you like, it seems like yeah. you, you tap, but like you barely, you're like jumping, and you barely touch the ground. That's called wings. Wings. I love that. Yeah. That's what. That's what favorites. I assume you're doing right now. Are wings? Yeah. Wings. Yeah. I'm doing wings. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm amazed at the way you love me all the time. I know. Great band. Great move. Not a great band. We've, we've, we have this <laughs> argument all the time. Rachel thinks it's a great band. Maybe I'm amazed with the way I look. I hate Maybe I'm Amazed. Is you know, that a hot take? It is, right? Oh, I also don't like Maybe I'm Amazed. Um, But you know how you asked me, like, if I got a Blink-182 shirt, I'm like, maybe I should buy a retro wings shirt. You love, you do like I wings. Do like we, wings. We, we, you do like wings. Yeah. Do you remember back when... I love the TV show Wings also. Do you remember in the 90s when, like, it was like, 
you could be a, you could be an environmentalist at home mm-hmm. if you just cut the six plastic rings mm-hmm. that come on your cans yeah. so the seals don't die. Yeah, don't let any Do you still cut do you still do that? Yeah, I do still cut them. Yeah. I still do it too. Yeah. I think it's like because a they could thing. still get stuck in them. That's why I feel like those beer things come now with those like weird black caps instead of yeah. those. Because they can just choke on those. Yeah. Those those they have to choke on. They can't get suffocated around their necks. Yeah, and they don't get stuck in them. They just die. <laughs> I have I had a couple of beers attached to one of these plastic things. And this isn't out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm showing Rachel I have one of these plastic things. I'm going to cut it up later so it's not to strangle yeah. the seals. Yeah, don't forget to cut it up. I don't want to strangle. Ah, kiss by. Yeah, you don't want to Such strangle seal. seals or seal. Yeah. I feel like that seal would have to be very tiny to fit in there. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen a seal? They're pretty big. Yeah, I know. it's not seals. What gets stuck in these? I think things? it's like birds, fish? like ducks and and fish. Yeah. Like a duck could get their neck stuck in that. Yeah. There's so much I can tell you. So much he can say. Remember you shitting on seal? You shitting on kiss for uh, a rose? Yeah, recently. that was like very recent. <laughs> That's that's still quite a hot take to me. That's a hotter take than Maybe I'm Amazed is a bad song. The Kiss from a Rose is a bad song. Well, that's because Maybe I'm Amazed is a bad song. Everyone should know that. <laughs> There's always someone who sings Maybe I'm Amazed at fucking karaoke and it's a drag. Yeah, it's not a fun karaoke song either. And there's a lot of fun Paul McCartney songs you could sing, be it the Beatles or Wings. Jojo was a man. Have you heard the news that Paul McCartney is going to release a Beatles song with some John Lennon and AI? That's the news. But by the time this goes out, this will be old news. <laughs> It'll be old news because it happened today. But this, then you're in the broomhead's brain. This will come in like three weeks from now. <laughs> um, I did hear that, and I don't really care. Uh, do what you want to do. It's like holograms, right? What's the difference? Who cares? Just let them do it. <laughs> Love a hologram. I did see Paul McCartney last year, and he did have a John Lennon hologram. Well, he didn't have a hologram. No, it was he video. Didn't. It was a John Lennon oh, video. They took some of the video of from Peter Jackson's Get Back, like the uh-huh. and made it so that it matched up with like him singing a song. So like it was like John and Paul were singing together. They hated each other though, right? I hate's a strong word. Did they make up? I told I told Pat that I've been listening to this podcast that he recommended, but literally only one episode because they're very long called Bandsplain. And I was listening to the episode on the National and they were talking about how the National claim in like articles, they're like very open about this, that they almost break up every record they record because they just don't agree on things at all. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that's kind of the John and Paul dynamic is more so just that they they have very strong opinions and their songs sound very different. And when they can work together, they're beautiful. But then when they release music on their own, it's can be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. When you listen to bands playing, do you get a tinge of like, oh, I wish I was doing that. I was thinking about it. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I was we like, kinda do I was it. like, we kind of do that on our show, but I was like, yeah, it's fun to just talk about a band for three yeah. hours, isn't it? Like, because mm-hmm. we've kind of forced our that, way into though, doing but it. But I do kind of like. Well, she has a producer to edit it, yeah. producer Dylan, or uh, there's a new producer now. Producer Dylan left. There's a new producer. Producer Dylan was not getting paid enough, is my guess. I think she got another job. Gotcha. Did she, they were friends. Mm-hmm. 
that's good though. Happy to hear it. Not a lot going on. Just a, just a normal week in the old uh, the old. You're not traveling anywhere to some crazy country or. No, I'm just seeing here. a great band in concert. You got a hell of a life. I know. I do have a hell of a life. I'm trying to enjoy. It's a hell of a life. I'm trying to enjoy all the time that I have on this on this earth and do fun before things. Before you die. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you never know when you're going to die. We could, we, it, I could die on a motorcycle like Treat Williams. R.I.P. Treat Williams. Oh, God am, bless the great Treat what, Williams. What a terrible way to go. He was mowing his fucking lawn the same day and posted on Twitter about I that. I saw. I love I the just, smell of Vermont. That's so sad. I mean, every death is sad, but like an unexpected death is horrible. You brought it up, Rach. So I'm here. Here oh. I am. Here I am. <gasps> it's been it's been a while since we have inducted anybody into the Dean Paul of Fame, and I think this is going to be an easily oh, yeah. easy unanimous decision here. Yeah. For rest in peace, the great. Oh my God, one of the greats. I mm-hmm. propose. I I bring to the table for the Dean Paul of Fame, the great Treat Williams. Uh, Does anybody disagree? The yeas have it, right? The yeas have it. Treat Williams, so good on one of our great shows that we love, Everwood. Oh, we loved Everwood so much. We'll do an Everwood podcast whenever we finish this. He's also aged so gracefully into being a Hallmark dad, and he is a Hallmark dad. I know. I am. Uh, I am devastated. It's like car crash deaths are really common. There, I mean, people. That's one of the most likely ways we all could die, and it's just horrible when that happens. By all accounts, a genuinely lovely person. Like all of the tweets that mm-hmm. I saw today from colleagues and other actors and famous people. To a man, everyone was just saying this is the nice one of the nicest people that was in the business, mm-hmm. and it's a huge loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to recommend a movie called Smooth Talk, which is a movie from the 1980s, so it's like so old. You people are going to be like, oh, I can't watch that movie so old. Might as well be in black and white. <laughs> Um, but it's a really fucking fucked up movie uh, with Laura Dern and Treat Williams. It's a very early Laura Dern performance, and he is very scary in it. Mm. And he's they're the two leads of the movie, and I, I, there are probably some trigger warnings because he's definitely um, a creep of some of of much sorts. Mm-hmm. But if you have the Criterion channel, I believe it's on there. It's a great, great movie okay. directed by a woman. So it's handled with care. Mm-hmm. And it's also like not there's there's no like instances of like brutality or anything like okay. that. It's not like a horror movie. It's just he's just a a aggressive older man. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes place. The big action of the movie takes place over like a couple of hours and it's intense mm-hmm. it's very very good okay treat williams the 13th member of the dean paul of fame that was an easy one. Oh yeah i'm surprised we hadn't added him already dr ephraim's dad ephraim's dad <laughs> <laughs> That's no disrespect. He's Andy. one of the great. We Andy, Andy, Andy. I know Doc Abbott is the first thing yeah. I go to because he's the one who was so funny. He's all the time. Andy Doc Abbott. Shoot, what is his name? 
treat William. Doc, Doc Abbott from Everwood would be a great character on Somebody Somewhere. The uh, oh my show god, we he would about. be great on that. Shout out Somebody Somewhere just ended its second season on HBO. You can watch it on the on the Max channel. Andy Brown. Andy Brown. What a guy. What a guy. We love Andy Brown. We love Treat Williams. God bless to his family. They don't listen to this, but we're thinking about them and what a what a guy. We love yeah. Treat Williams. Also in the movie version of Hair. Oh yeah, that's right. He was that was like his breakout. Give me a head with hair, long and beautiful hair. I don't That's think I've ever that. seen hair. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Had to sing that for a, a middle school chorus recital. Did you? Yeah. Did you dress like an hippie? It was garb? the same day as the Seinfeld finale. I remember that very clearly. Wait, we were we taped it on our VCR and came home and watched it after that. Unbelievable. The Eighth things grade. you fucking remember. <laughs> the Seinfeld finale. Yeah, it's funny memories. The Seinfeld finale stinks. Oh, it's kinda. terrible. There's there's a lot of shows that ended uh the last week of May that I watch and I felt like all those finales did a fine job in much in comparison to uh, the Seinfeld finale, which is one of the worst finales I've ever seen. No, it's not that bad. It was it's, just trotting out all the old characters. It's pretty bad. What do you think is the worst finale you've ever seen? Uh, That's the one that I comes really to mind know. for me. So, I don't think it's that bad. I think there's like some fun to be had there. Mm. What do you do for a sitcom finale, oh. especially a show like Seinfeld? Where nothing probably, happened. You know what they yeah. should have done? They should have just done an episode. Yeah. And then it would have. The fact that them going to jail was weird. I'm like, let's not try to moralize this. <laughs> like after all these right. years. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> That's were, a good were, point. They were just bad people. I can't think of anything that like I even I know Lost has been in the news. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I had I had two conversations about Lost. I, so I didn't even know it was in the news. It's just that it's come up in two conversations recently. A friend watched it for the first time and she absolutely hated the entire show and was at least fulfilled by the end of it. She actually didn't mind the ending. That's hilarious. Um, but I think it's funny when you watch it many years later. And then I was talking to someone else about TV <clears throat> and he asked me what what are shows that I that everyone likes that I don't like? And oh, and you had seventy five ready to go. Well, I was like, that's a good. I was like, Big <laughs> Bang Theory. I don't know. I actually don't. There's not a lot. Like, I don't care about um a lot of fantasy kind of things. So, like, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, and I'm like, I'm not going to. I just I don't care. That's the worst finale. That's the worst. Uh, I did watch the finale of that. That was a pretty bad finale. And I, I watched like some of that end season because I was living with people who watched it at the time. And yeah, it's like for someone who hadn't watched, it, I was like, yeah, that was a pretty. pretty that bad season day. is good until like the last two or three episodes. And then it really like, I don't really get like up to bent out of shape about fucking TV shows because yeah. who cares? But it really like betrayed yeah. some of the great characters yeah. that we grew to love. And then hung this all on a character that yeah. nobody cared about. So, so it was a bummer. Yeah, I didn't actually have that many things, but this person I was talking to said that he really doesn't like, is it Damien Lindelhoff? Damien Lindelhoff? Who yeah, does, Damien Lindelhoff. Yeah, who did um, Lost and 
the leftovers and such doesn't well, care for it was did you not see what do you know why it was in the news now no oh there's a big there's like a book coming out about how like toxic the damon lindelof in particular uh, was like racist like essentially like basically racist interesting who's and like releasing to, the and book? to the actors to the actors mm-hmm. of like how all of the actors like the show just became about those like core four white characters mm-hmm. and everyone got pushed to the side. And there's like Harold Perrineau is in, it's a book about like, I think, I don't know if the, it was an excerpt from the book got released in like Vulture or something. Okay. And it might not be Vulture. It's one of those websites. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a book, I think just about Hollywood and diversity and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But there was like a there's a particularly like long bit about Lost and Harold Perrineau even like is quoted and says like yeah they told I was the star like mm-hmm. I was the I was the name mm-hmm. when they fucking started the show mm-hmm. and then like they just I I expressed uh, upsetness that's not not a word I'm I do this I, I'm I podcast for like yeah. I do this I should know a word to replace upsetness. It's fucking awful. Nope. Nope. I'm not helping you on that one. You got to do it. Um, and, and he was like, yeah, they basically wrote me off the show, which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the Asian characters were sort of like pushed to the side. It's in, it was an interesting read. Cause I did like that show and I sort of like it all the way through. I, I definitely, it's a network show. So it has, peaks and valleys but i was not mad at the ending i think the ending was the ending mm-hmm. they were always intending so like what should they just change it because people fucking figured it yeah. out i don't think you should i think you should stick with the ending yeah you should you should yeah culted cues yeah i can't think of any endings that i really any finales that i particularly didn't like other than seinfeld i don't know we haven't gotten to degrassi yet well, that's because you don't really like anything. So it's like, I like plenty of things. I know you do like a lot I of liked, stuff. I liked, I just, I liked the end of Miss Maisel. I, I loved actually, I thought for a show that I don't love that much, I thought the end of Miss Maisel was perfect. It was a perfect finale. Um, there you go. I really liked the end of Succession. I really liked the end of Barry. I thought Ted Lasso was fine. The end of Ted Lasso. Look at you loving yeah. everything. You're like, look who's the fucking loves everything now. Not mm-hmm. me. It's you. Yeah. Rachel. Itchinawooski. Itchinawooski. Yeah. That's what that lady called you yeah. at school, right? Yeah. When you were a kid. When I, well, no, that's when I graduated. When I, they, they called my itch- name out. Itch- <laughs> We've talked my, about this before. My that, diploma. Yeah. And I have, I have something, I had something to mention later that I'm like, I'm pretty sure I brought this up before, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Are you bringing, oh, you're going to bring it up later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot done. We're not here to talk about Treat Williams. We're not here to talk about Ichinowuski. We're not here to talk about finales we like or don't like. The Lost finale, uh, Harold Perrineau and the likes. Although, shout out Harold Perrineau. He's great. We love him. Walt. Walt was his son on Lost. Did you watch Lost? No, never watched Lost. That was when I lived in England. Luck. Yeah, I know. Th- I know the names, but uh, yeah, not Sawyer. Not into Lost. Sorry. Also, S- Michael Mancini. <laughs> I also like, you know, I if you're going to recommend a show to me, I normally trust that, like, you know what I'm going to like and you're going to recommend something good yeah. to me. But uh, 
the friend who recently watched Lost, I don't know if we have similar TV tastes or not, but the fact that she hated it so much just made me be like, I don't know that I want to watch that, actually. Well, I just think it's very funny to hate something so much and know, like, just don't just stop watching it. Yeah. Like, you don't. There's not an obligation. I nobody, think, especially now, nobody's talking about. Well, I guess they I, are. I think but it wasn't in bad. Ways. Yeah, I think it wasn't so much that she felt obligated to watch it or that she absolutely hated it i think it was more so that she wanted to know what happened once she started watching it and so then but then she was like in general i did not enjoy everything that led up to the end (laughs) yeah you don't have to finish things like i watched the first two episodes of the uh peacock series bupkis and then i stopped watching it i don't even want to know bad i don't even want to know what it is it's the pete davidson show oh okay I wanted to that. see Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci has, doesn't work a lot. So I was like, let oh, me check Joe yeah, Pesci yeah. out. And then I was like, you know what? I don't like this. It's not bad. I'm not even saying it's bad. You just I'm don't just like saying it. like, well, yeah, I, I stopped, I've stopped watching shows before. Like I watched the first season of stranger things and then I watched two episodes of the second season and I said, I'm good. I don't need to keep going. I watched yeah, a I lot lo- of Orange is the New Str- Black and I stopped watching that at some point. I don't remember I when. Orange is the New Black, the, the like end of Orange is the New Black is Bellissima. Mm. It's that show is well. Unfortunately, I know that that show had its peaks and valleys as well, but I I think there's a lot of peaks there. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I was on a shared Netflix account, but now they've done away with those, so I don't have Netflix. Do you not have Netflix? I haven't. The premier no. streaming service. I've not paid for Netflix for years, and now on on principle, I don't want to pay for Netflix. How are you going to watch fucking Great British Bake I got some time. I'll, I'll come back to it. I need to watch the final season of Never Have I Ever, so I still have to figure that out. I didn't finish the last season of Never Have I Ever. It's, you know, it's fine. S- speaking of shows, I kind of fell off on. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about any of those shows. No. We're here to talk about Degrassi. Yes. More specifically, we're here to talk about Degrassi episode 1106 and 1107. Two-parter. These, these are the sixth and seventh episodes of Degrassi. Uh, the two of the eleventh se- uh, se- the sixth and seventh episodes of the eleventh season of Degrassi. They're the two hundred and thirty sixth and two hundred and thirty seventh episodes of the show proper. But because of all the two parters, we like to call this the hundred and seventy third episode of Degrassi. Maybe mm. I haven't checked my math in a while. <laughs> Name of the episode is Crimea River. We've talked a lot about music the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and something tells me we're not going to talk too much about music this week. You so tell me, so. Rach. You don't think so. Cry Me a River is a Justin Timberlake song. Fuck Justin Timberlake. What's your favorite Justin Timberlake song, Rach? That's an okay. Let's start off with like the elephant in the room. Justin Timberlake is a fuck Justin Timberlake. Straight white cis man who has had a lot of privilege that he's benefited from and didn't I I don't I don't feel so strongly as fuck Justin Timberlake um but I feel like he I don't think that he realized how much he benefited from that when other people did not like Britney like Janet the Janet thing is the thing for me that I'm just like fuck Justin Timberlake from that and I mean it wasn't it was, his fault I guess but he could have come well, that's out the and thing been is like, that he Yo. should have done more he was like in his he was like 23 when that happened so I kind of give him a little credit because it's like I don't think people in their early 20s necessarily make the best decisions um, and the same thing with like 
It's true. I I'm I don't I'm not someone I was not a child star. Like I don't know what it's like to you live weren't? your life. I <laughs> know, right? Surprise. Um I don't know what it's like to live your life so publicly, but that Britney Justin breakup and like I mean this song, this song in this music video Crazy. was like we wouldn't do that now. That was also the era of all of those gossip mags about that were just like chasing those women like Britney yeah. and Lindsay and Paris and, you know, whoever else. Um, it, it's like it was a different time. And so I give him I like not that I Some need to grace. give him credit, but I give him a little grace for like, you know, he apologized when all that stuff came out. And it's like. I don't think he's a bad person. I think he's just someone who's benefited from his privilege and maybe didn't recognize like how that fucked over Janet's career when yeah. he did fine. And it's yeah. like, that's, and that's excelled and, and excelled. And that's really unfortunate. But, um, I went back and listened to some Justin today. Um, I was someone who was about 12 or 13 when InSync and Backstreet Boys became popular and adamantly hated both of them. Because I was too cool for that. And I was never, I, I never liked New Kids on the Block or anything either. I was never like into boy bands. Um, and I didn't like that manufactured pop bullshit. Like I was like, oh, these people are put together and blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, I can enjoy it. Like, it's fine. It's, it reminds me of that time and I don't care. I'm happy to do a dance class where I learned the choreography of one of those songs. But Justin's solo stuff the first album came out when I was a freshman in college. And I remember my friend Becky, who I was explaining who Becky was to you earlier today. Mm, she true, she true, bought Justified. Um, and I remember listening to it going to like, she's from, um, I went to college in DC and I remember going to her house and she's from Maryland and like listening to it in the car and stuff when I was a freshman in college. And just like, I think what Justin Timberlake did really well is like reinventing himself and actually releasing interesting music that wasn't just that very manufactured boy band stuff. Like he, I mean, it's what Harry Styles is doing now too. Like it's like kind of removing yourself from that group and really like soaring and doing well. He's like yeah. the, like this pop prince, you know, he did really well for himself. <laughs> he hasn't put anything out in a while. No, no. The last album was really bad. Yeah, I didn't. I so the last one I listened to was the 2020 experience. That's what it's called, right? Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, that uh, that the that and um, future sex love sounds came out like right when I was finishing up college, and that just kind of reminds me of that time period. It made me want to put on my skinny jeans and my layered tank tops and go to a club and dance, which oh, is something I didn't do. <laughs> but like, it just it reminds me of that time. Um, I like for someone who didn't really like a lot of pop music, I actually think this stuff is really pretty good. Like it's okay. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't no, know. I'm saying, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not being derisive. No, no, it was, I wasn't sure. I just needed to, to read into oh, it. I'm not being derisive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, so it's hard for me to say like, a favorite song. Um, I think like off, I, I like a lot of the singles. I think they're good. It's, it's stuff that I wouldn't like go out of my way to listen to, but I would put it on playlists when I would have a party, like great party yeah. music. Yeah, that is, I'll give you that. That's true. Um, That's true. I think that 
from Justified, I really like Like I Love You. And I'm pretty sure this is the story that I'm pretty sure that I've told before, but about Rock Your Body, where that I lived in that house in D.C. for like two years and a, and a college. And every single day I took a shower in that house and I sang Rock Your Body, but it was Wash Your Body. And it's just like I've never heard this story. <laughs> I could, it was like, you know, when sometimes you just get a song in your head and you can't get it out, like literally two years of taking showers, I was singing that, but the lyrics were changed to wash your body every day. Were you singing it out loud or in your own brain? I, I sang it in my head. Literally that. every time I would get the loofah, I would put some shower gel on there and I would start singing it in my head. So it's You've like, never told, I've never heard that oh, story. I was like, I swore I've told that story on here. <laughs> Maybe I, I was drunk or not paying attention. I mean, there maybe is, yeah, the broomheads can let us know, but there's so many like weird <laughs> things like that. But um, also the other thing I was going to say is that um, Justin Timberlake played at 930 Club when I worked there and it was like one of the bigger deal concerts. Like he did a tour for future sex love sounds of um, clubs and one of the one of the reasons why I was like, maybe I also am like a little bit more open to giving him some grace as a, I mean, also like we're this episode, it's all about this. It's like, we're all people. We make mistakes sometimes like people are people. (laughs) And like none of no one famous and no one person is perfect and is going to do things the right way all the time. So, um, but when he came to play, I didn't meet him, but he was like, from just from everyone that was like working and stuff and how he treated everyone. He was just like a very kind, nice person, not a diva, not like someone who demanded a lot. Like, and I came across a lot of that when I was working there. There's a lot of people who are assholes out there. It can give some people some credit that like, maybe they're having a bad day, but if you keep hearing that they're like terrible people from a lot of people, but Justin Timberlake was like nothing but like a very nice, kind person and was like very happy to be there, not demanding whatsoever. Um, And it was like actually a pretty interesting show to watch. I was like happy to get to work that. But um, I went back and listened to that album today. And what I find really interesting about that is that you can't even really say like what's a favorite song because it's like they're all kind of like blends they go Future like sex love sounds you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of songs that are like two songs in one. Like each track is like this. It kind of like blends into another song and it's not really gotcha. like a whole thing. But, um, the title track off of that, which is future sex, love sound is really good as is okay. my love. But my love is like part of a bigger song. Um, my love is good. Yeah. And then I actually really liked mirrors a lot. I don't know that one. That's from that was a single from that one that came out in 2013. Oh, what do you like the song from the, the Trolls movie? The suit, the oh god. Like? That what's that one that someone described as a waking nightmare? I think that's the song. The Trolls. Who said that? That's funny. <laughs> someone said it on Twitter back when I was still on Twitter. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's that's that sunshine song, right? Yes. Yes it is. Trolls, baby. So what are you picking? You said about 37 songs here. You got to pick one song, Rach. Um, I think because of like... <sighs> your shower time? My shower time. I think I have to go with Rock Your Body. 
It's, it well, means a lot Rock to me. Rock Your Body is the best, it's also the best a, fucking Justin Timberlake song. It's a fucking great song. I mean, like... It's not even close. It's if you hear song. that at a party, you're going to stand up, and you might not Cry dance. Cry Me a River is also pretty good, I yeah. gotta say. Even Remember though, the music video for Cry Me a River? Of course, yeah. of course. Oh. Um, when I say fuck Justin Timberlake, I feel like I mean it less um, about, like, his transgressions with, like, having bad breakups mm -hmm. and more about like whoever told this guy he was like fucking funny like oh, is, okay <laughs> that's the person <laughs> yeah. i need to like gotcha. that needs to that's go fair. away because once this guy became like i'm i'm the i'm honest i'm basically the fourth lonely island guy listen dick in a box is to this day as overplayed as it is and as like played out as it is mm -hmm. it's brilliant yeah it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to do this. I, I don't like to, to do this, but I, I was there at that time. Mm -hmm. And then when like they, that show, that live show, that was like the Christmas show. Yeah. And like, it was you, I felt cause I had seen it earlier. Mm -hmm. Cause like they had finished it earlier in the day and I had seen it and I was like, this is fucking great. But when I saw it play in front of an audience, I was I it's like one of the most memorable moments of my life because I was like, we, we just witnessed a thing. Yeah. Like we just saw some a thing happen and this is going to become we're never going to not talk about it. Mm -hmm. And we don't. It plays every year. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's like a Christmas classic. It's brilliant. And he's fucking great. And it doesn't work without him. But this guy coming out here being like Mr. Comedy, I'm just like, all right, give it a rest, <laughs> Mr. Comedy. Like, uh, you're like marginally funny mm -hmm. for like a really hot pop star. Mm -hmm. But you're not like the same. Justin Timberlake could just be on SNL. He's so good. No. All right, relax. Relax, everybody. Um, I'm sure, there, I'm sure there's odd. some people who are guests on SNL who take cues better and can like be fun. No, you have to I just mean, be funny and good host. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. he wasn't a good host. He was a good host. Very like amicable, very willing, obviously to do stuff. Mm -hmm. He, and I mean, you know, he's also the Barry Gibb talk show, which is one of oh, the great, God. Yes. I forgot that one. One of the classic great sketches of that era, the Barry Gibb talk show, which was, yeah, just great. I mean, I'm not saying he's, he doesn't have, comedy chops but this dude's not a comedian he yeah, just no, relax no. and chill out everyone he's fine mm -hmm. he's fine <laughs> rock your body fucking rules great song uh, yes i'm gonna have you naked by the end of the song come on how do you do how do you what do you mean it is interesting to me that like he's just gone where is he where is this guy i mean is he hibernating because of like the britney maybe, stuff and the maybe jessica beale has stuff to do these days i don't know yeah, it's weird. He put that Man of the Woods album out, which was a fucking disaster. But that was still like I think twenty eighteen. Oh, Has it been that, that long, long since yeah. he's put in music? I out? don't even know that one. I don't. I don't. The name doesn't ring a bell. Even it's bad. Yeah, it's that's really why, bad. Probably. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever. God, God bless. I guess. I like you showing him grace. I I'm with you. I'm going to go I'm going to go on on the on the on the board with you there. I feel like it's I don't know. That's what this episode of Degrassi is about, so I think that it's like an apt thing to talk about that like 
you know, celebrities are humans do, and we all make mistakes and do things we probably shouldn't do. And especially like when you do, like I was being a dick at the beginning and I was saying, fuck Justin Timberlake. And now uh, after listening to you sort of talk about it, Mm -hmm. I'm also starting to think about how like after the Janet stuff happens and the Britney stuff happens and all of that, he does have like probably 37 people in his ear being like, just shut the fuck up. Just don't say anything. Yeah. And the more that I've heard about the Super Bowl incident, like there's so many conflicting things there that what the the takeaway that I have, and I still don't know if this is the correct one because there's so many stories about it, was that there was talk of doing this removing wardrobe thing and they yeah. tried it out, but then they decided not to do it. But then somehow this happened, but no one is willing to say if that, that was an accident it? or if they actually went for it, but it didn't work right. Oh, so I don't know. Weird. I don't know. I find it complicated. The wardrobe malfunction. The wardrobe malfunction of 2004. I saw that on live TV. That was like... Me too. I I did not watch every Super Bowl. That just, by luck and chance, I happened to see that. I remember seeing it on live TV and thinking nothing of it. Yeah. I remember like watching it yeah. and being like, oh, okay. We, like, we were like, oh, that's covered. weird. Like, yeah, you can't see much of anything. So I just remember being like not just not nonplussed by it. Mm-hmm. And then it just became like mm-hmm. outrage. And I was like, really? Yeah. This is how puritanical we are, I guess. Oh, we are. You know it. The, the flesh yeah. of a of a woman's like. This country is so weird. I, I, I the thing that was the most interesting to me about like when I first went to Europe when I like studied abroad and stuff was just like how comfortable people are with like nudity <laughs> compared to yeah. here. There's like like if you go to like a gym somewhere, people are like not trying to like hide getting changed and mm-hmm. and then there's just naked men. There's like penises everywhere on TV in Europe. So you many penises. You gotta love it. Those floppy ding-dongs just Oh, my just God, so floppy. Around. So, yeah, just rock your body. It's unanimous. Mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, Sexy Back's pretty good. I don't, I'm not, yeah. I never was into, like, a fan of it. Yeah. So I don't know any of those. I know, I'm uh, I was just like, the singles. I was, like, a light fan, where it's, like, I listened to it, but I never went out of my way to do anything, and I just happened to get to see it performed live because of work. Yeah, he's a good performer. Yeah, and I, it was cool to see him in a tiny club, too. It's interesting, though, that he's disappeared, yeah. basically. Like, he hasn't even hosted SNL. It's his, like, home away from home, this guy. Yeah, they're too busy getting Paul Rudd on again. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. He, like, loved... Oh, him and Jimmy are so uh, good together. Please. I, I do I not like Jimmy Fallon. Hey. I'm just kidding. Care. I'm sure he's a perfectly Did- nice person. He's not funny, though. For, I was like, um, remember late night TV? I've forgotten about it. It's been, like, a month and a half. <laughs> I never look at it. Like that. Oh yeah, that's right. But I don't, I don't really watch it. Anymore. I don't watch it that often, but I see like, you know, I hear things. I watch something the next day, you know, there'll be like some kind of Seth Meyers clip that goes around. That I'll watch. Yeah. So should I read my blurb? Please hit me with your best blurb, Rachel. We've got a two parter here. This was a fun episode. Fun two episodes. I, I don't know that I would ever use that word. To describe okay. This episode. Fun is not the right word. I feel like it's a, it's a good Degrassi episode. It's a good Degrassi episode that I am very nervous about talking about. 
Okay. So in Crimea River, Dave and Adam become shock jock co-hosts, and Dave struggles to recognize Adam as a man. Meanwhile, Fiona inexplicably isn't going to graduate, and Claire can't follow simple directions. Plus, we meet Imogen and Katie. Dude, I, I'm I'm f- speechless about this Fiona thing. Like I am just speechless. <laughs> They're like, we can't have her graduate. We're just gonna have her stay another year. <laughs> I like there. This has not been teased, correct? It's just mm-hmm. like all of a sudden she's not, and like it's a point of contention. And Mrs. Wayne Coyne is mad it takes about them it. Multiple. It takes very many minutes into this two-parter to tell us that that's why she's taking this class like they don't explain it right away <laughs> i so i'm like wait what is happening what so they need her here next year because she's a popular character so they're just saying because i guess she was dealing with the deal with bobby baloney she's not yeah because she went to rehab for a month she can't graduate i guess can I graduate? Well, that's, that's I don't know. This story. spring break is like, who knows what time of year this is anymore? We don't know. Spring break. Anyway, that's <laughs> not the A story. We got to start with the most uncomfortable story to talk. Not uncomfortable is not the right word. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, um, it's, it's. <sighs> well, it's, it's an awkward, it's, it's like. It's a very human episode it's is very, what it is. I it's think someone... what makes it feel for me a little bit like uncomfortable, which is not the right word, but it's got to be the word I'm using, is mm-hmm. that we're now in 2023 mm-hmm. so far removed from like even this version of it mm-hmm. that it's almost hard to wrap my head around this from in yeah. some ways, meaning like... The resolution, and we're, and we're we're also in a time in 2023 when things are so extreme that it's like either you are so supportive or you're so anti everything yeah, that there is no true. middle ground to talk about things, and so it makes it a little bit tricky to kind of even discuss something. Tricky is the tricky. Tricky is the word. Yeah, I think for me, where I'm most like. I like the episode. I think they, I think for the time, especially mm-hmm. they handle it, it as, as I, best they could I possibly would almost say, it. I mean, I'm not a teenager in 2023 and I, to each their own about like what their experiences are. But like, if you're a it's sophomore in high school, like coming across your first trans person, this might be how you handle it. And I think that they, you think you would handle it by going on the radio and calling them like a terrible. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, I don't think, think so. Not. I mean, I think this is like also, you know, for television. So it's a little bit more. I agree with over you. the top. But I think that what Dave is feeling is not like a. I think what's great about this is that he comes around and he's willing to listen. And that's what I think is important about this episode. He doesn't understand. And then he takes the time to kind of he doesn't take the time to understand. <sighs> But he doesn't. But eventually he asks the person to explain yeah. it to him rather than that's where I yeah, bump that's it fair. because that's what makes it feel like whenever it was made versus yes. now, yeah. because the resolution of it is very like, hey, we're happy now we're on the radio. But it's like, but it's your job to tell me what this is yeah. like. And that's where I'm like, I don't think that's what they would do now. Now, that's true. That's true. Figure it out, dog. Like you don't need. But. 
in this world, Mm -hmm. Adam was very open to being like, and I think that that probably wouldn't be, would still maybe be the case. Depends on the person. But at the same time, it's, it's not Adam's responsibility to go on the radio and be like, I'm going to set out all of these Mm -hmm. parameters so that you can figure it to teach you how to deal with this. Like that was where I was a little bit like, uh, I think what made this, you were there, you were there. And then you, yeah. So I think what made this interesting to me too, was the fact that like, you can tell from the beginning that Dave is unsure about, how he feels about Adam as a man. He's like not sure that yeah. he feels like Adam is a real man in his mind. And it's right. it comes out very subtly in the beginning, but it's this whole bathroom incident that really sets him off. And it's like they don't talk about it. Like he thinks that Adam is doing one thing and Adam is actually doing something else. And then totally, and then there's this yeah. second bathroom incident and that they don't talk about it either. And so it's like they're clashing more on like what they're trying to get across and then that's like really what sets it off is that it's like there's this subtle hint of like dave doesn't understand in the beginning and then it escalates very quickly mm-hmm. yeah and in, in, in typical degrassi yes, fashion. yeah very very fast this stuff happens also can we just talk about the fact that degrassi has a radio station for a minute and they're looking for a fly new DJ to dish out some ear like, candy. Like what? <laughs> since according to since Sav, fucking when do they have a radio station? <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid. And so to bring you up to speed, that, Broomheads, that if you is, haven't watched the episode, that is the superintendent of plot devices. If I've ever heard of it, there was so many. I mean, there's so much superintendent of plot devices in this episode. <laughs> um, Dave and Adam are the two top contenders to take over a radio show but to like host like an adam carolla like show i'm like really <laughs> I was like, like this is appropriate for a high school shore and so they audition they're gonna audition and they're gonna audition together like against each other and they'll pick somebody but as soon as they start they really do have this great chemistry and adam's very funny Dave like sticks it to him and Adam sticks it back to him. And they're sort of like, they do have a nice little rapport. So it's like, it's unanimous after a minute and a half, we've decided you're the greatest radio duo. And they both want to have like, they call it the man show. Mm -hmm. And then when it's the two, well, I think Adam calls it the man show and uh, Dave calls it the man hour or vice versa. I don't remember mm-hmm. one of the. Uh, yeah. And then versa, isn't it like mono a mono is what they end up calling. They it? end up calling it mono a mono. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, they're doing like shock jockey kind of things. And yeah, to catch you up. I mean, that's really it. It's like, and Dave is having it's, it issues. It sounds like this is going to be a terrible show. I, gotta, I just have to really like stop on that for a minute, though. I'm like, it doesn't feel like it, it could be appropriate for a high school. No, it seems it's going to be a wildly offensive show. And it sounds like it's going to be super misogynistic. Totally. Super, yeah. Like possibly homophobic. And it just seems like, I was like, this is not good. I don't understand why this is the show that they're going to have, but sure. They were like, what, what are we going to talk about? Like chicks and stuff. And they're yeah. like, I guess chicks. Cause yeah. we're going to talk about chicks. Oh my God. Chicks, man. So yeah, Dave, there's a bathroom incident where Dave thinks that Adam is like looking at his penis. Yeah. 
And he's not. He's like looking at the urinal and like he's kind of he studying has, his stance to be like, how can I do this? And I want to see like how he's standing there. And th- you know, Adam doesn't tell him that right right in that moment. And Dave is so freaked out that he just leaves really quickly. And Adam's upset yeah. because he didn't get to explain why he was looking. And, and you know, and Adam's Dave, also been hanging out with Eli, who is like open to these kind of conversations. So yeah, Eli's very, I like Eli. Mm-hmm. Eli's very cool. I He's love like, Eli's whatever. skull cane that he has. His skull cane is so stupid. <laughs> like, I love it, but it's so, stu- it's like, I love it, but it's dumb. Yeah, it's perfect. It's so on the nose. <laughs> like, of course, Eli has a skull cane. So um, Dave decides that he's going to quit the show because he's like, I don't think I want to be around Adam. So he um, goes to tell Sav that he quits and Sav is like, we've got this T-shirt prototype. And look, you've already gotten 100 emails from this first episode that you've done. From like literally first three broadcast. minutes of being like, hey, you're a butthead. No, you're a fart face. Like that was like 100 <laughs> emails. Like also everyone's in school right now. Should they be writing emails to the radio station? They're all listening to this great radio show. The mono When do they mono. get to listen? Like in the mi- two minutes you go between classes? While they were sitting in the cafeteria. Yeah, true. True. Hey, you smell my armpits, bro. Like, yeah. literally, it was so. Well, honestly, though, the first thing Dave says, even on the radio show that they like, that everybody likes, mm-hmm. is something along the lines of like, Adam says something about being a man, and he's like, oh, is that what you call yourself? Like, right off out of the gate. Yeah. He's sort of bumping on this whole trans issue yeah 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 he so says something he, like he says something very early on about like how's he supposed to sh- host a man show yeah he does say that well he could be just as shittily misogynistic as you i'm sure of it mm-hmm. chicks man Mm-hmm. Some chicks anytime if i ever hear a human person in the world refer to women or a woman as like chicks and or a chick (laughs) i'm just i'm done i'm like there's no i'm not there's nothing it's so stupid it's not even like particularly misogynistic like in like the worst way it's just so dumb and childish like oh did you see that chick yeah it's like very 50s to me it is yeah some chicks I'm, some I'm, I'm more offended by like the boomerness of it than any sort of like misogynistic undertone it would have. <laughs> it's more like fr- that's like Frankie Avalon. Like, hey, the chicks are really f- hopping today at the sock hop. <laughs> you know, like get out of here with chicks. All the chicks. All the chicks. So then we find out Adam is hanging out with Eli and we find out that why he was looking at Dave was just to kind of see his stance at the urinal because he's gotten a device to help him stand up and pee at a urinal. And I've seen these things because they also market them to women for festivals and for hiking and camping. And they always have terrible names. Like I think one of them was called a she we. <laughs> I have I have a friend who has one for hiking and I'm like I was like I've never used one but I'm like very curious about it because honestly it would make life a lot easier. <laughs> A she, a she, we, 
That is so dumb. Yeah. They used to, when I went to festivals in the UK, they used to like advertise those things because there'd be such long lines for the bathroom and they're like, you can wait in the urinal line if you had one of these. It would make it a lot easier. You you could do though, Rachel. Just sit on the urinal. It'd be fine. Yeah. Just sit right (laughs) on it. It's not a big deal. Make a big deal out of it. Just sit on it. It's totally clean. (laughs) Shee-wee. So Adam decides to kind of after talking to Eli, he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to try to use it and stuff. Is it, what happens exactly? Does like Adam go back to Adam goes back to Dave somehow. And then they both what are go you to talking the about after the first time. Yeah. Before the second time. I think that they go. So I think what happens, I didn't write this down. I know, specifically. I know what happens. I know. What it's happens, that Dave you, you decides to do the show again. So they're doing a show. He decides to do the show again because his dad is like, yes. I heard you on the radio, which like, what? Well, what? also the hundred emails, they get the hundred emails. <laughs> and then his dad walks by when he's holding all the email printouts. And his dad's like, this radio show is so great. I loved when you were like, hey, smell my fart, fart face. Oh, God. <laughs> and so, so he does want to leave after. So what happens is. They do the first radio show. They have the first bathroom incident, which is just he thinks that Adam is looking at his penis, which Mm -hmm. he's not doing. Then they go their separate ways. Then the next thing is they're supposed to have a meeting about what to talk about on Mm -hmm. the show and then do the show. So in between those in between the first bathroom incident and the meeting is when Dave wants to quit, but then Dave's dad's like, I loved it when you said mm-hmm. you were going to like uh, fart in his face. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to do the show because I have to impress my dad who hates me. Yeah. And um, which isn't true, but everybody's dad hates them. I don't think terrible my dad to hates say, me, but I know it's all well, <laughs> all fathers hate their all. All fathers hate their sons. OK. Did your dad hate you? No, not at all. Okay. It's, I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> So he's like, I guess I got to go to this meeting. <clears throat> and then they start having a meeting about what they're going to do for the show. Mm-hmm. That's when he's like, I don't know. We'll talk about chicks and music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I got to go. I just need a minute because he doesn't even want to say I have to use the bathroom because he doesn't want Adam yeah. to follow him. So Adam is hip to what's happening and he does follow him into the bathroom. And that's when he tries to use the device. Let's call it the Shiwi. The Shiwi. I don't know that that's the brand name of the device in question, but it's so much better than saying device. I don't know. I think I like <laughs> device more than Shiwi in some ways. And unfortunately, it doesn't go very well mm-hmm. and Adam urinates on the floor and all over uh Dave's shoes. Yeah, it's like Which ugh. there's actually a place in Astoria where you can a shoe store called Dave's Shoes. Do you remember that oh, place? Oh yeah, Dave's Shoes. Yeah, I had a friend named Dave who stayed with me and took a picture of that. Yeah. Dave's and they shoes. had an Elvira cutout. It's still there. Oh. Not the Elvira cutout. But I'm glad but Dave's, Dave's shoes. shoes is still there. They're a great great little store. Um so, I felt so bad for both Adam and Dave in this situation cuz it's just a a mishap and it's Oh, it's embarrassing. And it's, but again, like it's, you talk about this, bring this up so much and you're so right. It's like, why Adam, do you not just be like, I have this thing I'm going to do that. I know they don't talk about things because they're teenagers. But I, I love the fact that Adam doesn't tell Dave why he's there. He just 
comes in and <laughs> decides he's going to use the bathroom like with Dave to be like, look, I can do this too. Well, he's pitching him an idea to do funny songs. Yeah. Because he says, you know, the old Degrassi radio show, they would do Cry Me a River, but they said f- they changed it to Find Me a Liver. Yes. Yes. I heard that. Pretty funny. I know. And, and goes, I like that it was, I'm like, did you guys name this episode Cry Me a River because of that? Or did you I put that so. in because of they, that? He, one of the yeah. two. But he also um, said that... Uh, the old hosts were no Weird Al, yeah, Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, because weird, like, they were okay. Weird Al Yankovic, like we said, is perfect at his job. The best person at his job. Mm-hmm. He should be in the Deep Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put for, put him forward right now. But not the same day there. as Treat Williams. He'll come no, up no. Again. Treat Williams gets his own day. Yeah. In fact, we will call it right now. What's today? June 13th. It's Treat, June 13th, it's Treat Williams Day. Which is day. really showing the broomheads how far in advance we're recording these episodes. <laughs> well, just this one. This one is particularly far in advance. June 13th is Treat Williams Day. And so Dave decides here that he's going to go on the radio and he says a not a very Ooh. terrible thing. Yes. He starts... So basically Adam's like, what are we talking about on the radio? Like fucking... Rock and roll, and Dave's like, no, I want to talk about should girls be able to use the boys' bathroom is essentially the topic. Mm-hmm. And he calls Adam. He doesn't say it about specifically Adam, but he says, I think, trans uh, men in general. He calls them a, a, a fucking shitty word, and... It's bad. It's just bad. It's yeah. very in the moment. It's very obviously um, like a crime of passion in a sense. He's just yeah. obviously like yeah. ticked off and mad. And he says a bad, he does a very bad thing. He would get a manslaughter versus a murder charge is what you're saying. He would get a yeah. manslaughter, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. For this. Yeah. So he, he gets thrown off the radio and then it, it, for, for a, good 10 to 15 minutes it becomes like a crusade like almost yeah. like a right wing crusade of Dave, they're trying to silence me yeah it becomes this thing where Dave starts off by saying like I thought he could take it and then the LGBTQ club it might just be the LGBT club I can't remember exactly how many I, it's LGBTQ I, I was like I couldn't remember what it was because they don't appear in many episodes <laughs> in this show um but that they had a petition and like a protest going and Dave's like, but I didn't do anything wrong. And then it becomes this like whole free speech thing. Yeah. This is like Steven Crowder's origin story. I'm like, Joe Rogan gets paid a billion dollars to just do exactly what Dave was trying yep. to do on this yep. radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, which is be a bigot, a virulent fucking piece of shit yeah and i think and dave keeps trying to get back on the radio show and he talks to like sav at first and sav is like no there's like a a, you know he's like well i'm just saying my opinions i'm just saying my opinions and he's like but there's like a fine line between controversial and offensive yeah and dave's like well i'm gonna go to snake and (laughs) sav's like well snake wanted to suspend you so like you really don't want to talk to snake (laughs) He goes to Zane Chaz, who's like the head of the um, LGBT community yeah. uh, or uh, club. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, 
I didn't do anything wrong. And Zane's great because he's like, you spoke from a position of power and basically used hate speech. And then mm-hmm. Dave says, I didn't do anything wrong. I was just expressing an opinion. He was like, do you really believe that? And in that moment, mm-hmm. I think he does believe that. Mm-hmm. And then and oh. then at one point he's recruiting. Yeah, that's what it, that's what's going to happen next. So then, yeah, when Dave realizes that like Sab's not going to help him, Snake's not going to help him. He gets Wesley and Connor and he gets a bunch of women's clothing and he's like, well, we're going to dress up like girls and go use the women's bathroom. And it's like, that's not what's happening. Well, here, and but both. And Wesley's like, no, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then so he still does it. He goes and does it. And as he's getting thrown out and it's so funny because like he just does it with if you're going to make a big statement, you would like do it for like a crowd. Mm -hmm. He just kind of does it. And it happenstance. He gets pushed out in front of Adam. Mm -hmm. Who's basically like, this is what you, if this is really what you think this is about, Mm -hmm. you got a lot of fucking learning to do, dude. I want to, I want to step back for like one quick second. Cause I'm just at the point where, um, the second bathroom incident where there's pee everywhere. It's funny because Adam is trying to use the Shiwi and, um, you know, struggling to get the placement right. It hasn't probably hasn't tried it out really from like what he said before. Um, and then Dave literally walks over to the urinals is like peeking yeah. over. And yeah. I'm like, so it was weird when Adam was looking at you, but totally. wasn't like looking at your dick was literally just right. like looking exactly. at you from behind. But now it's okay for you to come over and be like, what's that? And that's totally why the whole pee everywhere incident happens. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, um, back, back to, so no, Dave comes out of the bathroom, dressed as a woman. No one else <sighs> has joined him. It's like if 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 he can do it, anybody why can't I do it? I'm just dressed up. And that's when Adam is like, So you think this is a fucking costume? Like that's mm-hmm. that's where like, yeah, I get to just it's hard. It's hard to for me in some ways to like it was so yeah, so fine. he ends up getting called into the office, um, and because his dad is there, like his dad comes in as well, and we we see Adam coming out and we get an inkling of what Adam's you know, what's been told to Adam, which is that he no longer can use the men's room. He has to go back to using the handicapped bathroom, which is like the one stall yeah. situation, um, which is like something that he's been fighting for is to just be able to use the men's room at the, yeah. at school. Um, so before that snake talks to Dave and his dad and Dave is going on and on about free speech bullshit. And snakes like, you know, that's one thing, but like, this is a school and it has to be safe and comfortable for everyone who's here. We can't, yep. you can't just say whatever you want. And I think that this is where people, especially the right really get tripped up on like free speech is this idea of like, well, I should be allowed to say whatever I want. And it's like, well, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Like there's a lot of things you are not allowed to do. And just because something is your opinion, does it make it okay to say to people? And people don't seem to yeah. understand that like, Sure, you're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion might also hurt people. So you need to recognize yeah. like what the power of your opinion is. The right love to talk about free speech until they want to ban novels. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. There it's so <laughs> backwards. 
so stupid. Yeah, and we don't want to have any government control of anything except for abortions, like mm-hmm. I and you know trans medical care, like it's absolutely bullshit stuff. Indicted baby. Oh, I wish it <laughs> meant not something. Gonna, not gonna dwell on that. <laughs> I wish it meant something. Um. Yeah. So they both Adam and Dave get detention. So they end up in detention together. And Adam is trying his best to get it through Dave's thick skull. What's actually going on for Adam? Like what this means? Yeah, because Dave's doing this whole thing is like, so what? You can't use a bathroom. Like who cares? And it's like, you go ahead. Yeah. So Adam's like, well, you know, if this were so, and I don't remember if he says like sixty years ago, this would be like a a whites only bathroom. Like you wouldn't be allowed to use that bathroom. Um. And somehow this gets through to Dave. Yeah, it does. Initially, he's like aggressively against that. And he's like, Mm -hmm. it's not the same thing. Yeah. And and even and Adam says, you're right. It's not the same thing. Yeah. But it is a very similar. It's a related thing. Mm -hmm. He's at least he's appealing to like, look, these are rules that are fucked up and wrong. Mm hmm. And that, uh, and like, yeah, that's the thing that kind of like gets through to Dave. Yeah. And so then Dave goes to the radio station and locks himself into the broadcast booth and makes an apology on air. Which I will say, I totally believe is a sincere apology. I think that he did feel um, he was moved by that. This is why I, I mean, like, Dave shows kind of having this opinion from the get go and, but he's never really talked to Adam. He doesn't know. And I bet that he's probably never met a trans person and doesn't understand. And so not to say not again, not to say that like that makes Dave right in saying any of this stuff, but just that I appreciate that the writer showed like how this could happen. You know, like what, what the way that this could happen and also showed it with like a really nice resolution, which probably doesn't happen for a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. So he goes in and he's, he's, he apologizes and he says like, you know, I have a lot of learning to do. And he's like, Adam, are you up to the task? Mm -hmm. When Adam says yes. And which again, we've already spoken about how that's kind of like not my favorite part of the resolution as sort of, but at the same time, you got to take what you're given. And it's also like you know 10 or how long ago is this 15 years ago 10 years ago yeah this is like 2011 so and he's and they are young and they're figuring things out yeah. and hopefully and they this- they said they're going to turn their show into talking about the tough stuff and it's like that would be nice instead of this gross man show whatever it was going to be beforehand <laughs> As l- yeah, as long as it's the tough stuff and not like how tough my- it took me to get my poop out of my butt this morning, oh, which God. feels like that's what they were <laughs> dealing with. Oh, man, that poop I had was like really just clinging on for dear life. I had to like <laughs> squeeze a bunch of times. Yeah. I thought it was... Shock I, jocks. I'm, I'm surprised they hadn't done this already, Like, but I'm glad. I think that it was a, a thing that they needed to show. It had to be done. Yeah, it had. To, if if you're gonna tackle the the subject, it has to be tackled. You have mm-hmm. to actually like put up some not so because you know, f- in a lot of ways, they've shown Adam struggle, but 
the truth of the matter is like this shit's going to happen, you know, yeah. people are going to be not. And and a lot of people are going to be worse than this. So I yeah. think that they, and they did it in a way that was, you know, very Degrassi, very after school special, but yeah, well done. a lot of people are not going to go on the radio and apologize and, and even take that step. Yeah. So, so credit where credit's due to our, to our pal Dave. Yeah. I hope a lot of people also aren't going to dress up as opposite sex and try to use the bathroom to make a point. But he, he said, know. we're freedom fighters. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> called himself. I mean, this was, re- but it was so relevant to like today, your Ben Shapiro's, your Steven mm-hmm. Crowder's, your Joe Rogan, like these people who like have made it. It's like a, what's the word I'm looking for? What's that? What do they call that? A, a uh, really struggling today with words. That's okay. I don't know if you've noticed. Crusader? It's taking me a hard, long time to cottage industry. Is that what they call it? Of like these hateful bigots who have radio shows that are like, you can't try to sign. I love my favorite people are the I've they've canceled me from like their multi-million dollar radio show that they have. You know, Tucker Carlson, they've canceled me from Mm -hmm. my fucking Twitter TV platform that I have now. You have not been canceled, you fucking asshole. No. Louis C.K. No, you're anyway. just having to face the things that you said. No, you're still Words doing have exactly power. what you did. And and people are like more mad and righteous for you now. Yeah. So I know it was the man show, but if it had but they're really boys. Yeah, they're boys. Yeah. And you know what letter boy starts with? No, I don't. What does it start with? Can you tell me? B Fiona is not graduating (laughs) with everyone else. What the fuck? For no reason. For no reason whatsoever. Just because they're like, we need to keep her around. We need one of these characters to stay around. (laughs) So isn't isn't Holly Holly J is graduating though, right? And Anya. Yeah. Yeah, They're graduating. The the superintendent of plot devices here. But aren't they all in the show next year too, season twelve? Um, or no? I don't know if they are. Okay, so this is their last season. But Fiona yeah. will be around for season twelve. Yes, um, because Fiona. now she's not going to graduate for another year. Does that mean that she wears a red shirt at some point? Does she so. switch to red shirt next year if we oh, still have uniforms? Um, so Fiona is in the grade eleven drama class, and she's feeling very left out because none of the people want to like befriend her or let her be in their like group. They're being very weird towards her. Is that Imogen in the glasses? Yes, it is. Okay. But then like, she really turns all for Fiona. At the oh end yeah. For, like, yeah. F- out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. For no reason. She's well, like, she's against her for no reason. And then she turns for her for no reason. Well, I think they were against her because they were thinking like she's getting grandfathered in because old Declan won a frug or whatever a the Grundy, fuck it's called. Yeah. <laughs> a frug. I had R U mm-hmm. as the second and third letters correct, by the way. And G frug Grundy put it on top on the front. Uh-huh, so I had uh-huh. three of the letters right. Grundy. <clears throat> Yeah, I was pretty close. So I think that's why they weren't liking her. I love this teacher, the who oh, we've seen yeah, before. Yeah, she's, she's the art the teacher, teacher also. Teacher. Yeah, 
I forgot her I name all she, of a sudden, but yeah. I don't remember what her name is, but I love that she just like walks around with a hot mug. <laughs> Interested to see what happens with our mug discourse. Yeah, no one, week. no one. Oh, yeah, because we haven't posted that well, yet. We haven't put the episode out yet, yeah. <laughs> So interesting to see. If mug people. discourse, most important thing. The week before it was a secret songs on. <laughs> Let me CDs. ask you a question. So going back to the mugs, when you get like, if you go to a restaurant, right, yeah. you get an Irish coffee and it's in that like the, thing. The it's like glass one. Yeah. That's a mug. That's a mug. You yeah. call that a mug. I do. Yeah. I think I only think something's a mug if it's ceramic. I think that's just me. Interesting. I think it's just I can't wrap my head around something glass being a mug. But yeah. you but it is. I mean I bet if you if I look it up right now on amazon.com it's going to say yeah, these you are You know mugs. what's wild to me is that we call glass glasses glass. Like, you know, if you have a thing that you drink a liquid out of that it's made out of glass, you call it a glass, but it's also yeah. made out of glass. Right. Interesting. But if it's made yeah. out of plastic, it's a cup. Right. Crazy. This is crazy stuff. This world stuff. is just, I this mean, is cra- I can't even, you know what? I've got a lot of opinions insane. on mugs. I might be canceled for them, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. Mug, mug, mug. Mug gate. <laughs> mug gate. Yeah. 23. Mug gate. 23. Going to get indicted in mug gate. So, yeah, it's Fiona. Fiona's feeling weird because like she's in this drama class and no one wants to be a friend and they all have to break out into groups of four and somehow she is like left out because there's an odd number of people in this class. So she just like leaves the class and goes home and she decides to cut school for the rest of the day and she goes to see Charlie, um, who she hasn't seen, I guess, since uh, I mean, we don't think she's seen since spring break. This is what Charlie's mouth looks like. Charlie's mouth is very tight. Yeah, it's <laughs> you're doing a good job. You can't see this, Brumets. We're both doing this thing where we're like pulling our lips very. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly what I was doing when I was doing it, right? Because it's very, it. it's very, it's it's hard to not see, right? <laughs> it's hard to not see. Her lips Sorry, are so tight. Sorry, my lighting's not better. <laughs> no, I can, it looks fucking great when you're doing it. Her lips are so tight. Um, so Fiona goes to the shop where let's try to let's try to do the rest of do the this like this with her lips as tight as Charlie's would be, and we would talk different because I feel like I look so weird. <laughs> can't can't you look, look at like my Charlie. You look just like Charlie. <laughs> Her lips, they're so tight. They never get, you never see her teeth. She's just kind of like yeah. squirrely little things. And they're not like thin. Like it's not like, oh, our lips are so thin. And by tight, it means the sides. She like pulls, they like pull. Yeah, that hurt my mouth a lot to do. <laughs> my cheeks hurt. Poor thing. That's how she really is. We're being terrible people because that's just what her face looks like. She's very attractive. We're not saying yeah. anything bad about her. <laughs> How old is this woman, though, too? She's not in high school. Remember we she were has, suggesting maybe? Yeah, so she's not in high school. She has, like, student loan debt. Yeah, so she's graduated college, one would assume. Or she dropped out. Maybe. That's also a possibility, because I'm like, you wouldn't, if you're, if you're in school, you don't have to be paying it back, so, but she's right. working. 
So she's a little old for Fiona. We were all getting bent out of shape about Dr. Chris. Yeah. We got to we got to come with the same energy here for Charlie. A lot of May December relationships in the show. Yeah. She needs a puka shell necklace to do. <laughs> if she doesn't have a puka shell necklace, you know it's okay. Is that how Mattio looks too? Like this? Hey. No, his mouth hangs open. It's the complete opposite. His mouth is like, you have to like close the barn door. <laughs> Dog, close that thing. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> fucking Mattio God bless Oh, Miss Mattio um, So too. Fiona goes to see Charlie and she brings like a whole picnic lunch to Too shop. much Too much too, Like going, going not so heavy handed Fiona Coming on too strong just show up with the Snickers Yeah <laughs> We can share you know? the Snickers um, yeah, I'm going to share the Snickers with you. We'll do a Lady and Tramp the Snickers. So Charlie's talking to Elise, and we don't know who Elise is. Um, and God bless you for knowing what her fucking name I is. I wrote it down. That's why I know it. <laughs> so Fiona is like, well, there's enough picnic for three. You know, Fiona's like, are they dating? What's happening? I don't know. So she's like, I'm, I'm not going to mess with it. So um, and then they, have, they like, have a picnic. Yeah. It's, but first Elise goes... Are you sure? I was just leaving. And I was like, well, then just fucking leave. <laughs> you don't have to stay. You don't have to stay for this picnic lunch. She goes, and a homemade pie. Yeah. And but someone was else like, made you it. made a pie? And she was like, well, someone did. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I love Fiona. After all this, Charlie comes back to Fiona's apartment to hang out. And then Fiona's mom comes home. And dude, Mama Coin, as Holly J calls her, is pissed because she's, she's like, so mad. She's like, you said that you needed to come back to Degrassi, but I expect you to actually go to the fucking school and not just like cut school. The thing that was so interesting to me was like I was very surprised by how angry she was because I was like, whoa, Mrs. Wayne Coyne is usually like pretty even keeled. Yeah. And she was so angry. And the reason I was surprised by how angry she was was because she was angry about a thing that none of us knew existed. And that is that she is not graduating. No. <laughs> That's like how it comes up. She's like, you're all you already missed a semester. When? 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 What are you talking she about? Was, when did she, she miss a semester? They, are, they don't understand what semesters are at the school because <laughs> semesters don't start after spring break. And they also are not a month long while you're while you're in rehab. Semester, by the name alone, means two halves. <laughs> I guess it is... It is like understandable that she would have missed a lot of school to go to rehab. That's fine. Most, but but like, like it was never brought up. No, it's like a month. Like it's not like a semester. But if you miss a whole month it's of hard. school. Yeah, it'd be hard to make it up. That would be hard to catch up on. Especially with Fiona leaving to go on picnic lunches. That's why her mom was so mad. But because we didn't know that she no. was like staying in school an extra fucking year. No. I was like, wow, she seems unnatural. Like unhinged. Un like she's never like this. No. But she was right to be upset. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then Charlie was like, um, I think I should go. I should probably leave now. Thank you. I should go put my help my motorcycle helmet on. I also love how Elise was like, "Oh, you're into scooters now too." Scooters. Mm -hmm. Fucking scooters is such a fucking corny thing to call it. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm, I'm sorry. Do you also like scooters now? (laughs) (laughs) So then like the next day at school, like Fiona's all worried because Charlie hasn't called her back after her mom yelled at, I mean, Fiona's mom yelled at Fiona. Charlie could feasibly be 27 years old. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Fiona just decides that she's going to go see what Charlie's up to. Well, so she's having a conversation with Holly J. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, are you Holly? She's to Holly J. Like, are you saying I should go talk to her to find out? And Holly J. Is like, no, I'm not saying that. You should stay at school. She's like, bye. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Oh, actually. she also is upset ta- earlier than this, talking about how she has no friends, and she's like, even you, Holly J., were grandfathered into me by Declan. <laughs> also, you do have friends. I, you hang out with Anya. Yeah, exactly. There's no world where that person is like going to a school and can't have any friends. <laughs> You're like, you know, conventionally very attractive, also very rich, pretty cool. Although I will say the uh, add-ons that she does to her uniform, like that tie thing that she was doing, mm-hmm. I'm not so into that. What about you? No, I'm not into it either. She also adds like some kind of a um, what is this on her jacket? On the sleeve, she rolls the sleeve and adds like a little um, in. What do they call that? An interior. What do you call that? I don't know. Like lining. If, lining. Yeah. yeah. She's got like a lining on the jacket. Mm-hmm. That I actually did like that more than the tie thing. Do you remember the tie? thing? Yeah, I do about? remember the tie thing. I'm like a little bit past it, but. So she goes to see Charlie again. Yeah. Even though she's shouldn't be skipping school. No. And Charlie and Elise, they're having this. They're having a little fight outside. Where does she work? Was it a motorcycle store? I I think it was a scooter store. <laughs> scooter store. It was called Motorena. Because it's little motors. Scoots. Hey, you want to get a scoot? Just get a, just got to scoot a little bit. It's me, Charlie. I was wondering if you were interested in getting a scooter. I could, I could find you. I could, we could check out all the scooters that we have here. My lips are mm-hmm. very tight. <laughs> so they were having a fight, and Fiona watches the whole thing from the back of a cabin. I'm like, mm-hmm. they're going to catch you, and they don't catch her. Mm-hmm. And then she just walks right up to Charlie, and she's like, hey, I saw the fight. <laughs> so funny god bless god bless um they weren't fighting because they were in a relationship which is what fiona thought and what we also thought Mm -hmm. but charlie uh hips her to the fact that they're fighting because she owes a lot of student debt and she has not been able to pay rent they're roommates they are not lovers yes they are just roommates just roommates so the door is wide open for Fiona to have this May, December, possibly romance. Yeah. With well, before she finds all of that stuff out, um, you know, she sees the the fight and she leaves and she goes back to school and she's all worried about like all of that stuff. And Holly J's like, you know, you function best when you have a project. 
So she goes back to the class and Eli, well, Eli talks to her and Eli is like, yeah, Eli's nice. You know, we can't, they want to do a play about a reality show. We can't do that. That would be horrible. Like you have better taste than that. Help like sway people. So she has, she says something about it and she ends up getting to be picked to be the director and Eli's going to write the play. Yeah. She says he's the best writer at Degrassi. Mm -hmm. And then the teacher is just so excited with her hot mug. She's just holding it with both (laughs) hands. Steve's is like blowing up. Yeah. There's a point where Fiona's talking about Wicked. (laughs) She's like, Wicked's like high school. Yeah. I don't know Wicked that well. I know. It I know is, a couple of the songs. The, I've never seen it though. It starts the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. It though. does. Do you know it that? did. Do she know did that. originate the role of Alphaba Adele Dazeem. The wickedly talented <laughs> Adele Dazeem. <laughs> he read that fine. I know. How can he read one part and not the other? Yeah. Um, he got nervous. Fucking Adele Dazeem. Yeah, so, if, so now Charlie's going to move Adina in. If Adina Menzel never puts an album or something out mm-hmm. that's called Adele Dazeem, like, what was it What was it all worth? Like, what was <laughs> life even worth? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry to, to, to do that again. Yeah. Um, so what are we up to with Charlie here? Um, Charlie's going to move in. I'm going to nibble on this cucumber. Mrs. Wayne Coyne. She didn't even ask her mom if it was okay. No. And Holly J is like, this is not a great idea because you have a huge crush on her. Yeah. And it's not a good idea. I'm I'm excited to see this um, crash and burn. Me too. Charlie. Charlie. What do you think about Charlie? She's all right. Name starts with a C. Could you get the Charlie story? <laughs> it's not the Charlie story. It's the I Claire no, story. The Claire story. Oh, this is a boring one. Claire needs to. Jo- it's club week again at Degrassi. The, like yep. it's a. I guess it's like a few weeks after spring break. <laughs> the clubs are starting up again for that last semester of the school. That last two weeks of school. Um, and Claire's like, I can't be around Eli. I really want to join a club that would help. And so she decides that she wants to do the school newspaper, which is called the Degrassi daily at this Mm -hmm. point. I don't think it was previously. No, it was called the fucking remember Uh, we had the grapevine grapevine. and the anti grapevine. So it was the grapevine. Yeah. Whatever happened to the anti grapevine? Chante is still a student. Surprisingly. She is. Maybe she got busted. Yeah. So we meet Katie Matlin who who works on the newspaper and apparently is just like very good at a lot of things. Yeah. I don't care yeah. for Katie so far. Dude. I know. I think I never I've never say, seen Katie because I never watched these years, but I know her sister Maya from the later episodes. Oh, Maya Matlin. Maya Matlin. Mm-hmm. Marley Matlin. Marley Matlin. Yes. I think that this Katie is one of the, like, as far as like introductions, Mm -hmm. this is one of the most terribly introduced characters ever Mm -hmm. of all time. Mm -hmm. So Claire wants to join the paper. She's the editor of the paper. So she's like, Hey, I'd like to join the paper. 
Carly, Carly, what's her name? Katie. Marley Matlin? Katie. Katie Matlin. She says, she says, all right, fine. You want to join the paper? You got to give me a writing sample. Write a hundred words, which first of all, that's like a pe- two paragraphs. Yeah. A hundred words about a breakup, how to handle a breakup. No adjectives, no adverbs, she says. I liked that. Yeah. So, of course, Claire being Claire, she writes a five-page story. Because she thinks that it's a good idea to write a longer thing, not understanding that even though she's a good writer, she knows nothing about journalism. Because when someone says 100 words, they mean 100 words. They don't mean write something longer. So she hands this to this Katie character. And you would think that Claire murdered Katie's mother in front of her like the she reaction takes is this extreme. as such a personal affront mm-hmm. how dare you no second chances nothing i asked you to write a hundred words you wrote five pages you have offended me to my core and i'm like dog chill the fuck out it's the school newspaper yeah, it's I bad. couldn't believe it. I was like, did, what did she do? It was un honestly, it was an unhinged response because that's not it. It keeps going. Claire's oh, like it takes two episodes to resolve it. And she's still an awful. It's yeah. almost like more maniacal at the end mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. The only she's way cl- it eventually wins anything over is that Allie and Claire are talking about it next to Sav and Allie's like, Sav, can you fix this? And Claire's like, no, I need to do this on my own. And then I I guess Sav says something anyway. Sav wields a lot of power. Yeah, it's student council president. Yeah. But so there's just, oh, so that's where when Claire's like, she sees her at the top, Marie Jones. Mm-hmm. And she's like, honestly, I really need this. I, I, I can't join these other clubs because my boyfriend Eli is in them. And I, I've kind of decided not being like, that's his turf and I don't want to, I don't want to see him and I don't want to deal with it. And she's just like, no, absolutely not. I can't. No, no way. And she leaves the dot Marie Jones and her friend is left there. And Claire's like, what's happening? What can I do? And she's like, um, Katie, uh, her whole life is about avoiding drama. Mm -hmm. What? You're a teenager. Nonsense. That is drama. To be like, my whole thing is like, I just cannot Mm -hmm. uh, have drama. You're a drama queen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Katie. Nose ring. Anyway, Sav does help (laughs) her get on the paper, but she's like, she goes, are are we there yet? Or do you have, is there anything else I'm missing? There's nothing else. So... It's it is an unhinged response from this character. Like mm-hmm. you would have thought that uh Claire wrote a five-page article about how like the Holocaust was not real. Like that's how crazy she's just like <gasps> never. I can never have never in a million that's so stupid. It's I hate so it. stupid. So so the whole reason she's Claire is even trying to get on the newspaper is again because she doesn't want the things that she would normally sort of go towards like drama are Eli's territory. So she's really avoiding them to avoid Eli. Mm-hmm. So Sav does say something to Katie and her nose ring about the paper. Mm-hmm. 
And Katie's like, okay, fine. You can be on the paper. And she's like, and I don't hold grudges. So like tomorrow it's a new day. It's a, where it's fresh start. What? And she's like, and since I, when do you not hold grudges? Well, obviously she does grudges for what, what did she do? What did she, she do? She didn't to you? follow gr- the assignment. <laughs> That's not a personal attack on you. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Why would you hold a grudge on someone for writing more words? Just be like, this is stupid that you wrote all these words. I want when I say 100 words, I mean 100 words. She wasn't like sticking it to you. No, it's great. This is I love how this is the C story with not a lot going on, but it is the thing I'm most incensed about. Yeah. So. She's like, yeah, I don't hold grudges. We can totally be friends tomorrow. Oh, and guess what? I have the greatest story for you to write. She's like, Eli, you know Eli. He was your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He's the writer of the new play. I want you to be on the play beat, and you have to be with Eli all the time. And she knows what she's doing. Oh, yeah. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, she stinks, dude. Yeah, she's a B word. I do not like Katie, one iota. Mm-hmm. So Claire's just like, what the fuck, man? At least Allie was there for her, helping her out. Yeah, I love Allie and Claire's friendship. I love Allie. It's a great friendship. It's a great friendship through thick and thin. But yeah, that's um, that's our episode. That's really it. Katie, 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 man. She is not the MVD for this <laughs> what a episode. Lunatic. That's for sure. Um, I'm sorry. I told you to write a hundred words. This is like you stabbed me to death. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's simply not. Yeah. Just be like you're an overachiever. Chill on the overachieving. I want you to do I you didn't murder members of my family, so I won't speak with you. No. Oh my god. What a time. What anyway. a time. What a time. Rage, did it does it or doesn't it? Um I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I think I it like does. does it or does it. It's so much. It's so much it's, easier. <laughs> it's so much easier. It does. It goes there. the The A story is definitely like challenging, and it's it's done pretty well. I think. Mm-hmm. It's you know, and the B and the C story or whatever. Yeah, I think the A story. But I enjoyed it, it, it as a whole. Like it was a fun episode to watch. The A story for me, it's like showing that side, which I think they were not giving a lot of time to and they need to because the fact of the matter is, is this is the kind of stuff that does happen. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's squawk about it. Yeah. On the radio. I think it's it's um, I don't know. There's been a couple weird episodes where not much has happened. And I was like, oh, okay, finally an episode where some stuff happens. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, this it happened there. in all three parts of it. Doesn't um, go there a ton, but it goes. It definitely if if it's it, it does it or doesn't it, it does. But it would still be like in the five six range. Yeah, me, yeah. So Pat, mm, yeah. Out of all of these people, who would you most like to listen to their radio show? Interesting that day uh connor was in the episode and they didn't talk at all about <gasps> they him did not talk panties. about the panties so we'll yeah that goes um who would i want to listen to host a radio show uh 
Uh, who's my most valuable Degrassi? Is that what you're asking? Yes, me? yes. <laughs> um, not Katie. No, it's not Katie. I don't think it's Claire either. No, it's not Claire. I like Claire. She's great. Um, it's not Mrs. Coin. It's not Fiona. It's certainly not Charlie. Mm-mm. It's not M. Uh, Holly J. H. J. Or Elise. Or Elise or Sadie. I guess we're talking about the two main characters of the A story. I'm going to go with Adam. Mm -hmm. I think I think I'm going to go with Adam, too, because there's a part of me that it's like the whole Dave Adam conversation, I think, is really important. I do, too. But it's hard to give it to Dave even though he comes yeah. around in the end because he's just so shitty for so Yeah, long he acts it. really bad. Yeah. I was just getting so much like Ben Shapiro vibes off of him for like they're trying to silence me. That kind of shit just yeah. does not rub me the right way at all. Yeah. I hate that shit. And he does, I mean, in in some respects it is Dave. I think you kind of can't have It kind of is Dave too. It's, it's like kind very of both. hard. You need to have both of them because it's the conflict. Mano a mano. Mono. That's why they're co. As soon as they said that they needed to do this trial to see who got to host the show, I was like, they're going to co-host. There's no way they're oh, yeah. not going to co-host. Oh, yeah. They want to run yeah. the same fucking show. They should co-host to start. Like, don't even try. Yeah, they're kind of journey together. I think. I think it's fine for us to say it's both of them. The MVDs yeah. are Dave and 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 Adam, because they sort of yeah they need each other to tell this story, mm-hmm. and it it is an important story to tell. Definitely. Good stuff. So yeah, I so that's it. our episode. You can find us on Instagram at Deem Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at um, also at Deem. I think it's a Deem. I don't. I haven't said it in a long time, and we never use the that dope, at Facebook. The Dope Monkeys and that, but the group is the more important part. Oh yeah, yeah. You can write us an email at every episode ver. We probably won't respond to it. Don't say that. We <laughs> m- don't put that out there. We might. We might depends. Um. um you can find yeah, us on Patreon, patreon.com slash deemp. That's where to go. That's where to go. That's mm-hmm. the place to go. Yeah. That's where all your needs will be met. Yeah. I'm pretty relieved I don't have to get Mr. Del Rossi. Yeah, it's not a Mr. Del Rossi week. He can keep eating his tuna. Okay, I'll stay back here. I'm having a fun time. It doesn't go there, I agree. Oh, he said it, he said it goes there. He, he did say that. So on that note, good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. And grilled cheese, definitely. Ikniowski.